Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I am your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you for tuning in today. This is episode number 75. I am obviously recording this very, very early. This is dropping in early October, so happy October. Um, But this weekend, which is August 22nd, I am recording this. I got engaged this weekend, and I am just still so over the moon. I had the best weekend with Tyler and making, you know, seeing my family and making new memories as an engaged couple, an engaged woman. Let the freaking wedding planning begin. I'm very excited. It was just so magical and I'm still just soaking it all in. So just had to, you know, throw that in here, even though this, you know, episode is being released in October. But anywho, I hope you guys are enjoying the last few episodes. This episode is going to be such a good one. I am so excited to hear or to have you guys hear this amazing guest and I hope you guys learn something from it. So you know the deal without further ado. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I have a very special guest today. She is an intimacy coach, women's sexual pleasure educator. She's also the creator of Sexy Getaways and a spokesperson for embracing personal sexy confidence. Everyone, please welcome to the show, Erica. Oh oh my God, I got like all the tingles. Thank you so much for such a wonderful, warm introduction. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm so excited to hear. I am so fabulous. I'm excited to talk about all things sexy. I know. I'm so excited. I feel like this has been a long time coming. I feel like I connected with you through our um, women's sexual intimacy group that we have. So I really just was like, you know what? This girl, she she knows. She knows the shit. And we're going to have so much fun today. Um, I've been opening up with asking my my guests, what is the most exciting thing that you have coming up in your life? What are you most excited about? There's so many things to be excited about, but the one that I'm most excited about coming up in the fall is having my heat up your intimacy course. That was a virtual in July turn into an in-person for many courses throughout the fall being in person and being able to not only connect, but feel what we're learning and bounce off each other and inspire each other to really embrace the individual sexy confidence that we already have inside of us. Oh, I love that. That's so exciting. And in person, that's going to be so, so cool to like actually be together. That's so awesome. Very cool. So I know that you've been in this industry for eight years. Is that right? I've been in sexual education for eight years. We'll put it as I am. I ventured into it when my sex life was non-existent with my husband for eight years. And I discovered there was more. And if there's more that I didn't know about, there should also be education behind it for other women so they can embrace all things sexy, whether it's with their partner or solo. I love that. That is so inspiring too. Cause I think a lot of, a lot of us in the world go through ebbs and flows of our sex life, but it's like, if you can learn more about it and just get comfortable, right. With ourselves, with our partners, it's so nice to just be able to learn more things about it. And that's something that I also love. Like, I just love learning new things. And 
I always talk to my girlfriends and I think I've said this in, in our meetings and stuff that we have every week. It's like, if I can tell a story and it help one person, I'm like, that's all I can do. It That makes me so happy, you know? Um, so it, it is such a, it's so empowering to be able to just, you know, influence anyone to just be like, Hey, you know, if you're not, if you're not feeling X, Y, Z, you know, you could really level up and, and, you know, solo play or your sex life. Like, I just, I love that us women are just helping others and just making this not so taboo, right? (laughs) Exactly. Oh my goodness. All the people, I did a poll about squirting and Uh it was pretty interesting. Men knew where the fluid came from squirting, but women didn't. Yes. Their own bodies. And the more we talk about those taboo topics, like you were just saying, the more comfortable everyone's going to be, and they're going to start accepting their own uniqueness to their sexual pleasures versus shunning them or putting them away. And then having that fake orgasm that most of us are, we're aware of it. We've all done it. Oh, for (laughs) sure. But not now. Who knows? It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And it's, Cause then you're telling that person, oh, that feels good when it's like, it actually doesn't. And then they're going to have a false expectation, like the entire rest of whatever the situation is. Their life. If nobody corrects them. Exactly. Oh, oh it's. Yeah. I always tell my lady friends, I'm like, okay, if they're like not good in bed, don't blame them. Blame all their past partners for the fake orgasms that they <laughs> gave that's not their fault so true they're just repeating what they thought was a good sensation that is so true you nailed it right on the head it's it's literally (laughs) it's just it's so important like I I mean I definitely have done I feel like probably most of the women in this world probably have and it's something that I always say you know just just express what felt good and what didn't feel good that's I feel like it sounds simple and I know that there's a lot more to it but it's like Hey, this is this was really enjoyable for me. Like, let's try that again. Or, hey, like that one little spot that you were rubbing. You know, I if you do it this way, that feels better to me. You know, just communication. <laughs> and that's it. It's opening up that communication, and that's where like that sexy confidence comes in. That I teach a lot of my clients is you're okay to say that this doesn't feel right for you. Exactly. And even pleasure journeys are completely different, and it may shift. It might've felt good when you were in your early twenties, but you might be in your mid forties and have gone through health conditions or pregnancies or even partners. And all of a sudden be like, that doesn't feel good anymore. That is so true. It is so true. Now, let me ask you this. Have you, did you like grow up in a sex positive environment or like, you know, did you kind of move towards sex positive as like your adulthood or like walk me through, walk me through that. This is my story. Oh my gosh. I just wrote about it yesterday too. And I'm starting to embrace my story more as I assist other women because they're giving me the empowerment to speak my truth Mm -hmm. and accept my journey and where I am at today. I was asexually active young teenager. Mm -hmm. I knew what felt good. I knew what didn't feel good. I was okay exploring lots of many things, multiple partners, three sons, um, oral experiences, 
anal the whole nine yards before I turned 18. And I still didn't understand though, what the hype was about Mm. sex. I didn't experience my first orgasm and I can't pinpoint when it was, but I do know it was well after I started having sexual connections, whether with myself or someone else, but I knew it felt good. And everything that went into sex, it wasn't just penetration. It was this connection and the connections, what felt good for me. And that's why I continued to go on these different adventures to see what I liked but everything I liked because of that other connection that I had with it and what it really brought out. And as I ventured through becoming with a steady partner, I didn't have that connection. So Mm -hmm. it was just penetration. It was the fake orgasms. It was, it was so unloving in every way that I didn't know what else I was doing. I felt like I was doing the deed. I was doing it to right. please them. I was doing my job as a wife or as a partner. And I got away from that connection that I always continued to follow and seek. It was only after I became separated from my partner for eight years that I started to explore again. Now mm-hmm. I'm an adult. I have the ability to seek education for myself. I had the opportunity to make girlfriends that felt the same way I did, that it's a taboo topic that shouldn't be taboo. And I connected with so many others listening to their stories that allowed me to embrace my pleasures that I really enjoyed. Um, In carrying that through, I was able to bring that into another long-time relationship, knowing that the communication and the connection was key. And it was key for me. And how can I be that person bring to the table, but what can they bring to the table and how do I help support them and their unique pleasures and desires that they have? We have a very strong relationship in taking everything that I teach other couples and other solo females. I practice these as well too, each and every day with myself and with my partner. Wow. That's a powerful story too. Cause it's like, you went through so many different stages and like look at where you are now. You're, you're helping other women. You're, you're really putting for like, how do I say this? Putting forth like your pleasure. Cause right. I think so many of us in this world really put our pleasure on the back burner, right. That we, we think about pleasuring our partner and like, I think really making it kind of even right. Like you want to please them, but also your pleasure should also be just as important as theirs. hundred percent. You know? Oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> This gentleman messaged me asking me, me, why his partner wouldn't give him head. I go, I'm not your partner. He's like, is she lying or is she not like to do it? And how the conversation went after that was, well, did you ask her why she doesn't like to do it? There are people before you, right? you know, and maybe there is a trauma passed from it, or maybe that's not her pleasure, but as being the person who wants to receive it, what exactly about that do you like? Do you Mm -hmm. like the mouth part? Do you like having maybe we can compromise and use oral just on the tip or give them permission? You don't have to give oral till completion. 
it can be a pleasure, but you can compromise on that pleasure too. So you're both satisfied, both comfortable and both feel accepted and supported. Wow. That's a good, that's a good call too. Cause it's like, I mean, that was so strange of that person to ask you that. You're like, well, I'm not your partner. I don't know. Like, but hey, I mean, everyone's got their own things. And that's what I think is beautiful about just the sex industry, the sex world, the sex, I don't even know what term I'm looking for, but just intimacy in general. It's so interesting that everyone's got their own thing. And I think communicating what you want, what you need, what you desire, what feels good, what doesn't is just critical. And really sharing that experience with your partner or whomever is just, it's just so critical to having a, you know, healthy and enjoyable sex life. That's what I think. Yes, I agree. Connection, communication. Yes. The three C's. (laughs) Love that. Love that. So I am dying to hear about these sexy getaways and what, what they are. And just, I want you to share like with my listeners. Yeah. Like let's start with what is a sexy getaway. I want to hear all about it. Oh my God. I love sexy getaways and <sighs> let's paint a picture for you. You are putting everything else first in your life, your job, maybe your pets, your kids, your house. And the one thing we put on the back burner is our relationship with our partner. And a lot of times people take sex off the table when they become tense or stressed, which is the last thing you want to take off the table because it does release such good endorphins. It helps reduce anxiety. It helps reduce stress. And it really just brings an overall calming to the body. So I know a lot of people out there are like, well, we schedule date night once a week. Kudos. You are taking the time and the effort to put into a relationship. I'm sorry, but Applebee's once a week for me is not idea. I want to forget about the dirty dishes in the sink. I want to walk away from being the mom hat, the job hat, all these other hats I'm wearing. And I just want to be authentically me with my partner to create a memory and experience together. So my partner and I have been together for three years, both entrepreneurs, both parents, And we don't get a lot of quality time together. So instead of us going to that once a week um, destination for dinner, we save our money and we go on a trip. Our trips are sometimes short and sweet, close to home overnight, or a great adventure going out of state or four day weekend. And this is where Sexy Getaways was born. We like to build up the anticipation all the way to what we're planning. And we use our planning process as pure foreplay. So from shopping, packing, picking the destination, talking about it. So when we get in the car or the plane, we're ready to jump each other's bones before we get to the destination. And it creates just this fun environment leading up through. And my personal take, I'd rather go away once a month for one night and have amazing sex and connect with my partner than four Applebee's dates where I'm paying for a babysitter and I have to get home and we have to wait in line and there's people around and the food's Mm -hmm. not really that good. Like I can cook a better meal than that. So this is where Sexy Getaway started. It has growing 
to be able to, I can assist people picking locations. If you're a couple on a budget as well too, I got great ideas from just hitting up a local campsite and a few wineries all the way to going to an Airbnb that offers specialty rooms for couples. Oh my God. This is, this is incredible. I have so many questions. I mean, I I love this though, because you are so freaking right about the date night thing. Me and my fiance now, um, like we try to go to dinner dates or like some activity, which I think is still fun, but I (laughs) love that idea because you are so right. The dinner is usually a hundred dollars plus you get your drinks you know, you have an expensive meal and then it's over, but this you're creating a connection. You're creating anticipation. You're creating this excitement. And like, like you were saying the packing and like the talking about and where you're going to go and what you're going to do. And just, and I'm assuming there's other like uh, parts of it. Like you can bring some sex toys or maybe some sexy lingerie, get something new for the bedroom. I just, I freaking love this. This is so exciting. (laughs) So I guess my first thing is how often do you recommend people doing this? Like, obviously, I guess it depends on scheduling, but like, what do you, what is your idea on that? We personally do once a month. It keeps it fresh. Um, We're able to expand on different trips as well too. And we sit down on our beginning of the month and look at our calendars. When are you free? When am I free? Black out those dates, period. Sometimes I'll do a surprise trip. Hey, pack your bag. You need A, B, C, and I take care of the rest. Or he does the same, or we plan together as well too. I have been teaching my clients how to plan these based on your love language. So then that way you're also giving in a way that they receive love and understand it. And it just, it builds into that whole thing, especially you were saying the lingerie and the toys you could purchase something new for this on, you know, a budget of any kind. You got to put your priorities straight. Totally. You guys like to drink. Do you like to eat? Maybe you're adventurous and you want to go on a, on a zip lining, right? Um, so you pick out one or two things that are on your priority list. Are you adventure seekers or do you just want to sit in front of a fireplace naked mm-hmm. with a fur blanket wrapped around you with a glass of wine and bourbon and just talk and deep connect Where I feel that some of these times when we go on like those dinner dates, it's how's your day? We complain about the kids, the job, the house. We're not genuinely connecting together. We've spent how many years as individuals before we came together? I guarantee you don't know every single thing about your partner. There can be those opportunities to learn more. Oh, this is so, I love this. And I think it's so fun too. Like you said, you don't have to go far. Like, actually, this is funny. I kind of did one of these last weekend. So our plans got canceled on a Saturday, like morning. And so we were like, okay, what are we going to do today? We were like, we went to a brewery just to grab a drink, grab some lunch. And we were like, okay, what are we going to do today? So we thought of all these ideas and we ended up going camping for a night. 15 minutes away from us we went to Walmart we got the tent we got all of the stuff we got s'mores we got some snacks we bought hot dogs we literally grilled hot dogs and it was so much fun and we also so it was a campsite and it had a golf course like connected to it I had sex on the golf course (laughs) heck yeah I think I plan our trips on based on my sex bucket list (laughs) yes 
that's another thing a sex <laughs> bucket list I I have I have like a few things on my sex bucket list like for instance I know this is crazy I've never had sex in a car never I've given head in a car I have not had penetrative sex in a car so that's such a small one right I mean that's so tiny I could probably do that any day but I want to have like a nice view you know what I mean like that would be super fun and that could be part of that planning sexy getaway you pick your destination and then you start looking at spots to view and you use that as like dirty talk to each other Hey babe, what do you think of this? How would that view be as you have me on the rooftop of the car, bending over backwards, like banging me, you know? And it just creates this imagination porn with your partner. And if it doesn't play out, that's okay too. Totally. Having these different, these, uh, I just love it. These visuals in your mind and you're allowing yourself to expand your pleasure status that you already have with your current partner, but you don't actually have to follow through those things either. You can see how you both feel about it. Be like, Oh wait, I don't want to have sex in public. What if a cop comes up? What if someone catches us? Okay. I get it. But you can play the fantasy out in your head and still have a lot of fun with that. Ooh, I like that in a car. We're like, "Mm -hmm." that's it. That's on my list. So that will totally happen. I mean, I've had, I feel like that was that was a sexy getaway though because like you said it can be 15 minutes up the road it, it could be a camping adventure I I love the idea of having like a little picnic right and just like having a little like night even if it's well I guess yeah it could be a sleepover too like I'm sure you could still camp out or do something like that but I think that there's so many opportunities to have a sexy getaway and just really incorporate all of these different things so So you said love languages, which I love because I think that's so important to really put into this because, right, if someone's is acts of service, like maybe you'll get them like maybe like a little snack, right, for like the trip or like something that they really enjoy. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to go get I'm going to go to the grocery store and get the food for us for our getaway. Right. Or something like that. So I, I really like the thought of putting the love languages into it. Um, what else do you recommend people like obviously researching what they want to do, communicating, kind of bouncing ideas? What other like, I guess, things do you recommend people doing for the sexy getaways? Um, we actually use Airbnb. This is one of my okay. favorite tips to share. Um, on Airbnb, you can make wish lists. So we make wish lists based on what we want to enjoy. And then we name them. So we have, um, like currently we have a, a warm getaway. So it's like our spicy getaway. So every place that like, we want to hit a beach where it's really warm that we want to do in like the colder months, we start picking those out together and you can share your Airbnb list and you can both add to it as well too. So if you aren't cohabitating with your partner, this can be a really fun thing. We have another one for cabin fever. So we like to get into the woods where there's no cell phone service and hiking. And like I said, we can pack certain things for that adventure and do that together. And so that's one of my best things to be able to find locations and build it up. And then when you have that weekend, that's free, maybe it's spontaneous. You go, boop, here's a few options. Let's do this. And all of my lists are shareable as well too in a resource guide. So if you don't want to do the legwork of finding, I have resource lists for all over the United States, whether it's your backyard or if you want a destination fly away. 
And then for packing and getting ready for your sexy getaways, you can pack based on your love language. So we have our acts of service that you said, and you can even plan the event around that. Maybe you go to a spa together and get a massage together. Or if you want to keep it a DIY, you can go ahead and purchase some minor things to recreate that spa like in whatever atmosphere you are, the cabin, the Airbnb condo on the beach, in your tent with candlelight, you can recreate those for your access service. I love the receiving gifts on packing for your sexy getaway. You can do tokens or coupons for different things they can redeem during that. You can also purchase something such as a bedroom accessory or a new piece of lingerie or keep it simple and maybe get a flavored lubricant. You can, I love that one. And you shop together too, or maybe you right. shop previously and buy it as a gift for that. Maybe a new piece of lingerie, order and ship it to where your destination is going to be. If it's in their Airbnb, and then you have it there waiting when you get there. And every single time you wear that piece of lingerie, every single time you use that bedroom accessory, every time you use that lubricant, your mind's going to go back to that moment and that alone can create the arousal and get you out of your head, especially when we're looking at the dirty dishes and getting banged. We're like, wait, hold on. Did I start the washer and the dishwasher yet? Okay. Um, And then going into quality of time, um, quality of time is one of my favorite ones really as well too. If your partner or you are a quality of time person, look for a remote location where you don't get cell phone service because that's all they want. They just want to be present with you and shutting off your phone for 48 hours is worth every second of this because then you can take that time and do it again next month. It doesn't have to be every week. It doesn't have to be even once a month, if you can only do bi-monthly, do little mini things during the time in between. Maybe you both work and have responsibilities at home. You know, you can take a half day of work while your kids are at school and not pay for a babysitter and rent an Airbnb cheaper than a hotel and still have super amazing sex in like three hours and go home and still be able to make dinner. You don't have to do a whole weekend. You can create little mini trips to keep things fun and alive. Um, I also really like for the, I'm trying to think words of affirmation. Mm, That's mine. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All you have to do is dirty talk for this. Nothing else is needed. Love dirty talk. Super fun. Maybe take a Polaroid camera with you. Um, We've done that in one of our experiences. It was piece of lingerie, Polaroid camera. That's it. Here you go, honey. You get to take the photo show while we're here. I love that. And that's it. And then you have your Polaroids. You pull right out. You see how sexy they are. I think after three photos, you're just going to bang anyways, because it's just all the buildup that you're feeling the entire time. And that could go into acts of service or your gifts as well, too. Having maybe a couple Polaroids beforehand and like sneak them in the glove department or sneak them in like their pant pocket as they go to work and be like on the bottom, can't wait until our weekend getaway on Saturday. Here's a sneak peek for you. That's so hot. (laughs) 
It's so hot. And I have a Polaroid, so you best believe when I do my sexy getaway, I'm doing that. Oh. Tyler is going to be like, wow, Janae, you really came prepared. Mm-hmm. And that will get you through to the next one. That is so sexy. I love that. And then physical touch, I feel like, is an easy one, right? Super. So easy. So funny. Give them a oral experience on the drive there. Easy. Yeah touch their hand, uh, give them that massage. I uh, do the tokens for the physical touch. Hey, this is a coupon to redeem um, an oral experience at any point in time. You throw it down, we're in the restaurant. You bet we're going to the car or the bathroom. Like yes. you have full control over that physical touch of when it's going to happen. That is so good. Oh my gosh. I need to plan this like now. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is genius. It really will keep things alive. Now, let me ask you this. How long have you and your partner been like doing these? Uh, three years. COVID happened no um, and everything was shut down. Oh uh, so we couldn't do anything. So right. we just started going places and doing it. Uh, and it just, it's grown, it's blossomed, and it is something that I can't keep as a secret anymore. I think everyone needs to schedule sex. And when you're that committed to going someplace and doing it and lining everything up, it's not, oh, something came up, I have to cancel. This right. is a trip. This is your vacation. This is a retreat. This is however you want to call it. This is what you're putting your eggs into this basket for. You're not going to randomly be like, ah, I got called into work. I'm you're like, no work. Mm-mm, not no work. <laughs> yeah, leave that shit at home, right? I mean, yes. it's so important to just be present too. I think that's a that's a whole other conversation, but I think this really really like forces you to just be present and be excited about the trip and and get something spicy for yourself and and like you were saying I think the budget thing too can really help because I think some people think like oh well I can't afford that and I can't you know xyz but like it doesn't have to be super far it can be local it can be the next town over that you maybe haven't even been there right it can just be something really small and I also liked your idea of just doing like a I've totally heard of like the hotels or Airbnbs that you can do a half day like you could literally have a grand old time right just like a couple hours bing bang boom have some fun and then do whatever else so I think genius genius ideas I freaking love that um okay so now I think is a great like transition point to just talking about orgasms and really what I think a lot of people in this, just the world, and I've heard so many stories of, you know, my girlfriends having issues with having an orgasm. And I think obviously sometimes we can be so in our head and we really need to focus on like what's happening and being present in the moment of sex. Cause right. Sometimes it's like you're having sex and you're like, Oh, but I have to make dinner and I have to do this after. And I have to do, Oh, and I forgot to do that. And like, it's so hard to just kind of focus on what's really right in front of you so I want to talk about like taking orgasms off the table and just foreplay and all that fun stuff because I truly think it can just be so in your head and just kind of taking that away and just really focusing on your pleasure and so I want to know just your thoughts and kind of get into that Almost definitely. And it ties so much into like my back history as well, too. I not achieving that orgasm because we're not taught what an orgasm feels like. We are taught what an orgasm looks like. 
And yeah. that's from the adult film industry or our girlfriends or even friends just telling us it is very different for a Volvo owner versus a penis owner. Penis owners, you see it. Volvo exactly. owners, it's an internal feeling. It is what it creates in your body. And so many of us are unaware of what that is because we don't talk about the feeling of the orgasm. And there's so much pressure on us to perform. Exactly. We have to achieve the orgasm because that's the ultimate pleasure. That is the reward. When at the end of the day, if you took orgasm off the table and all the pressure to perform at a level of adult film industry or your best friend or whomever, your past partner or their past partner and trying to live up to that, just own yourself and your pleasures. It's okay to say, honey, I'm not going to orgasm tonight, but all this feeling is feeling so good. There's so many things that play into our orgasm and it's not just the pleasure. You may have a health condition that you're going through. You may be on a new medication. You may be so stressed out. You truly can't let go in your head, but that doesn't mean that you're not present. That doesn't mean that you're not enjoying connecting with your partner. And I think it goes both ways, male and female. We are all pressured to perform at this level and achieve the orgasm. And I think we should really start embracing, hey, it's okay not to finish. Right. This felt really good. I really enjoyed this. Or you know, I, I do need a little extra of this to be able to achieve the orgasm and be able to communicate that while you're in the bedroom in a supportive manner. Oh, that is so true. Cause it, it is the, just, I love when you made the point of, you can see a penis owner coming, like that's not how we work. Right. And I mean, it can be, I mean, there's so many different types of orgasms and I love that because it's, I mean, I've done this so many times where I've just been in my head and like, I'm not necessarily in the mood to have sex. I'm sure you can relate to that where you're like, I'm not really in the mood, but like, we're, and I'm, I'm like an already in the middle of it. And I'm like, I'm like, eh, like, I'm not like fully invested in this situation. And I think in sometimes that situation, I'm like, oh shit, like there's no way that I'm going to come right now because I'm just not, I'm not in the right mindset. And I think it's okay for you to say, Hey, like, that felt really nice, but I'm not going to finish right now. And and that's, that's okay. Right. Cause it can still be enjoyable. It can still, you know, you can still have a great connection and getting all that tension out. But I think you're so right in the, the sense of you don't have to finish for it to be this crazy thing. And I think the whole, the adult industry, I mean, it, they over-exaggerate. I could go on a, a whole tangent on that, but it's like, you know, the girl is moaning so loud. And then all of a sudden, like, it, it's just so unrealistic. It really is. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish that more of us knew that earlier in life. Yes. They don't teach that. Right. That's not what it's really like. Kiss exactly. me here and I have an orgasm. I'm like, wait, does that actually happen? Right here. Honestly. <laughs> it is yeah. really crazy to think about. And, and I think really just taking the orgasm off the table for men and women. Like, I just think it's, it can be so open and it can probably open a whole nother level of like trying out new things. Cause it's like, you're not so focused on just finishing. Right. So if a couple was maybe in a situation where, you know, 
like like what the women or the man having trouble to orgasm maybe she felt shame around it maybe she was faking orgasms what would you usually recommend her like explaining that or talking about it with her partner oh i have a red light green light list that i highly recommend couples to start out with just because this creates a opportunity to communicate without being verbal. It takes the pressure off of you to be able to say what you like and what you don't like. And they get to say the same exact things. And then you swap papers and you can see what they're into or what they're okay with and what they're totally not okay with. And that there just gives them the opportunity to be able to converse and discuss further on some of these topics that takes a lot of pressure off. And once you see how easy the Mm. conversations can be, then it grows from there and always have the conversation outside the bedroom. We really prefer to have it before sex and well after sex. It's not an immediate thing, but that's also a foreplay piece. Hey honey, I loved, and if you don't want to quote unquote down your partner on telling them what you didn't like, focus on the things you liked. That's also a tip for dirty talk. That is dirty talk. It is simple as that. Text it out. I love the way that your fingers glided against my inner lips and slid in me. It made me so wet. I liked when you kissed my thigh and this and this. Focus on the things that you do like because your partner will recreate those moments because they know that's what you like. Don't focus on the negative, focus on the positive. I like that too. And it, and it makes sense, right? Because even if you're complimenting someone, obviously you're like, hey, babe, you look really great today. Or I always do like the outfit, like, okay, does this look good? And then I'll switch my outfit and I'll say, okay, or this one. And Tyler is always like, Janae, like you look beautiful and everything. I'm like, okay, but which one do you like better? Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to know which one you prefer. So, <laughs> right. I'm like, this is kind of similar in a sense of you're focusing on, hey, this felt really, really good. And then I loved when you said that they can recreate it, right? Because now they know, hey, I love that feeling. And I mean, I think everyone will certainly love things. And then there's certain things that maybe your partner does and you're like, okay, like, I don't really love that. But I also think, I mean, I've done this so many times and I'm sure a lot of other people have like even moving their hands to exactly where you think is good. Like, and that can be almost a certain, not like, dirty talk but almost like it is foreplay I guess you could say but it's just like you're showing them oh my god right there like yes right there keep going like encouraging and I'm I'm all about that I feel like if someone is saying that I look fucking sexy and keep going and blah 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 like oh that feels so good like you best believe I'm gonna freaking knock this out of the park like that keep that that makes me so excited right and I think just expressing those things. And I think dirty talk is so underrated. I really do. It is so underrated. A thousand percent. And it's one of the easiest things to do. And it's really easy to embrace as well, too. I personally was terrified of dirty talk. Terrified. It can be scary. I get that. One thing. I love it. I want it. You better give it to me. But I'm not going to open my mouth. Mm -mm. (laughs) And it took a long time, even as an intimacy coach to break through that. It took my girlfriend 
well, what's so bad? Like, tell me what's, what's your spicy little thing that you keep up in your head that you don't tell anyone. I told her and she's like, you're really shitting me right now. Right? Like, that's it. And I'm like, what? That's not that like weird and like dirty. She's like, no, not at all. I was like, oh, okay. And I told another girlfriend, she was like, I do that all the time. And I'm like, you're like, oh, "Oh, just normal. Right. Breaking out the taboo conversations knowing that like what you like is normal. And once I spoke that to my partner, it went from like amazing sex to mind blowing. I am so, I think there's soulmates sexually and that's the level we just achieved because I was allowed to take down my walls and be like, this is what I like. Are you on board or not? Yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. And it's so important because I think a lot of people, like, I know some of my girlfriends, even they're not completely comfortable with talking about it out loud. So I always say, talk about it through texting. If that's what you got to do, you got to do. It's fine. It's your, it's your significant other. They're going to understand you, right? Like if you're embarrassed to talk about it in person, because I know so many folks, you know, aren't completely comfortable with that. I, I told them, I said, just text it or you know what I mean? Like there's so many other, write them a letter that can be sexy on its own. Right. Just being like, Hey, you know, like I really, I really like this and I really would love to try X, Y, Z. And I think that also corresponds with your red light, green light list. Right. It just all corresponds together. I just think like foreplay in general is and and um, dirty talk is just so, so critical. I think foreplay is also very underrated. I feel like it's so important to get the wheels turning and just get the juices going and flowing and and have that hot, sexy anticipation. It it can really make the sex experience just so much more intense. It intensifies everything. Yes, it does. And for the people who do not have time to have sex, mm-hmm. I feel like that's an excuse. Yeah. I'm calling it an excuse. Yes. <laughs> you don't have time to have sex. And when they speak of sex, they call it penetration. Like that's what they're looking right. at. But we know on average, a Volvo owner needs 21 minutes of foreplay to become aroused. Well, yep. we can incorporate foreplay all day, every day. So we're always aroused. We're always excited to our see our partner. We go and give them a hug and maybe grab their butt. Like we're like, yes. hey, I can't wait to see you later. Right. And not only is that boosting your confidence, it's boosting their confidence as well too. And again, you'll have more time for sex because you're going to find that the foreplay is in 21 minutes before penetration. Foreplay begins the second after penetration and orgasm. It can be something that's continuously going. I totally believe it's underrated. A lot of people look at foreplay's core play. They mm-hmm. believe oral experiences need to be done until completion right it doesn't it can be that foreplay it could be something that you do in the middle of the afternoon like hey I'm going to give you a little teaser for later when we have time to go to the bedroom to go to the car to sneak in the backyard wherever it may be absolutely I love that any other quick foreplay tips for folks maybe lacking and they want to spice it up spice up their foreplay I love introducing dirty talk. I think that is a very simple way 
to mm. create foreplay. It also allows it to be like you were saying, you can do it in a text, you can do it in a letter, it can be at any point in time in the day. Now, if you do find that you're like, ah, oh, my brain's like right now, super creative, put them in your notes section on your phone. So when we're in, you're not in a creative outlet, you're just going to copy and paste it. And you're like, wait, but where do I begin? Because I don't even know my dirty voice language. I don't know my inner sensual voice. What am I? My dom and my sub and my raunchy and my sensual. What you're going to do is you're going to repeat the things that your partner told you that you like. Mm. And this is a great way to start exploring that or listen to erotica, listen to all those porn videos that you are already scrolling by anyways, and maybe take some of that wording out there. What feels in alignment for you, the rest will start to roll off your tongue as well too. Um, and don't push other foreplay things aside. Foreplay can be as easy as massage. Yeah. It can be a bedroom accessory that's remote control. I feel that foreplay is this umbrella underneath sex that has so many different opportunities to maybe explore something that you're interested in, but you're not quite sure if it's right for your relationship. So role-playing with those sexy getaways, you're out of town. You're away from people, you know, you can be someone that you don't feel comfortable being in your own hometown. Maybe you see like your kid's principal, right? And you're like, oh, I can't do that. Totally weird. But you're like, I want to go out to a bar. I'm not going to wear a bra. I'm not going to wear underwear, babe. Like, and you're going to go in separately from me and you're going to order a drink. And then you're going to send me a drink and you're going to pretend you don't know me and you're taking me home that night. And That's we threw in the car. That's foreplay. Um, yeah. So it can be really whatever your imagination brings up and embrace it and try it out. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. You just gave me so many ideas and those were such amazing tips. So thank you for sharing all that beautiful knowledge that you have. Um, are you ready for our game? Yes. I'm excited. All right, let's do it. All right. So I get like easy and then it gets into the sex stuff. So <laughs> the first one is pizza or pasta. Chicken wing pizza. Oh, (laughs) that sounds so good. Um, Do you prefer sweet or savory? Savory. Savory. If you could have the ability to talk to animals or the ability to control weather. Like you could just be like, okay, it's going to be sunny all day today. Talk to animals. Talk to animals. I love, I think it would be so cool. Cause they're so, they're so smart and they, they, their senses are way stronger than ours. <laughs> I don't know if you have a pet, but if you have a cat, you know that things like pouncing on you when you're having sex, I want to know what they're saying. Like, <laughs> get off me. Or the dog that's like staring at you like, Hey mom, how you doing? <laughs> and you're oh like, yeah. Away. <laughs> Every time me and Tyler have sex, I swear to God, my dog is standing outside the door, just crying and I'm like bitch I'm busy and then and then when we are done we open the door and she literally gets so excited and I'm and I'm naked I'm like she knows she knows what we were doing (laughs) mommy and daddy have to have their own time sometimes you know (laughs) okay the next one is morning sex or night sex I like both. Can I choose both? Yes. <laughs> you do night sex and then you go to bed super excited that you wake up and you just start fucking again. Yeah. Like you just took a nap. It's great. So hot. So hot. I love that. 
okay, well, we talked about this one a lot, but if you could only have one dirty talk or like a long session of foreplay. Mm, I'm going to have to go long session of foreplay. All the touching. Yes. Love it. Um, Sex toys only. Like you could only use sex toys or oral sex only. Two part for that. If I wasn't with my partner and it was with another partner, I would choose sex toys. My partner, oral all day long. Oh, love that for you. That is great. Um, never self-pleasure again or never have sex again. That's never have sex again. Toys. Mm-hmm. They are magical. <laughs> know your own body. Right? That is so true. Would you rather accidentally send a sex or nude photo to someone in your family or your boss? My family, because they know I'm a freak. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. He would just dismiss it like, oops, wrong person. Sorry. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you prefer sexting or like a nude sexy photo? Ooh, sexting all the way. Keep sexting. the photos with like the nice teasing part. Love that. And the Polaroid. Guys, get get your Polaroids. I love that. Um, would you rather live in the Playboy Mansion or live in a strip club? That one's hard. Playboy Mansion. Playboy Mansion, love. Um, would you rather glow pink when you're attracted to someone or glow red when someone annoys you? Pink. Pink. <laughs> love it. Um, would you rather fart every time you climax or get a bloody nose every time you climax? <laughs> bloody nose. <laughs> I love it. I mean, both would be very awful. I think too. Like they would both be so inconvenient. Um, this one might be tough. Best sex of your life only once or mediocre sex every day. Best sex of my life once. Oh, love that. Love that. Um, flowers or like a plant or chocolate. 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 And then the last one I always like to do sunrise or sunset. 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 Oh my God. That was so fun. I loved your answers. <laughs> that was not what I expected at all. And it made me think as well too, but it's funny listening to even answering the question. Some of them like right off the bat, the other one's like, really had to think about. Right. I know. I love doing that game. So thank you. And thank you so much for being here today. I absolutely love this conversation. Uh, let everyone know where they can connect with you. Oh, yes. I'm on Instagram as XO dot Erica Rose. Also the same name on Facebook, XO dot Erica Rose. Awesome. Well, it was such a pleasure having you on today, Erica. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed our conversation so much. And I learned a little bit more about myself as well, too. Oh, I love that. You know where to find me at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media platforms and definitely connect with me on my website. I have merch, awesome merch, super cute stuff. There's definitely something for everyone. 
And I would also love for you to join my free VIP Facebook group, My Naked Mindsetters. That is also going to be in the show notes. And I hope you tune in next week for another episode of My Naked Mindset. Thank you for being here. Bye.